Hey, this is Justin Service uh, with Heroes United Radio. We've got Red Ranger with the Emerald City Heroes Organization hey from Seattle, Washington. We've got Citizen Tiger from, I believe, uh, Flint, Michigan. Huntington, right? Indiana of the XJL. All right. And Sky Knight. Of yep. Wichita, Greetings and Kansas, salutations, right? ladies and gentlemen, and their their variations upon God. Uh, that's what I was trying to say. Apologies. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. So today we're going to talk about um, safe, healthy uh, ways to volunteer during this uh, pandemic and uh, ways to work at home in a safe and effective manner. Um, on the topic of uh, working out from home, uh, Citizen Tiger, I, I'd give you the floor there because well, you are the expert. Uh, I've just been doing this uh, a long time. Uh, I don't have a piece of paper or something that makes me a trainer, nor do I believe a piece of paper makes one a trainer. I believe one has to learn to do that. But when it comes to uh, backyard fitness or in-home fitness, you have to realize that I'm not just doing stuff in the yard. It's raining right now. Uh, so I, I, over the years, over the past 10 years, I've accumulated, you know, some fitness bands and free weights and whatnot. But there's many ways to do something every day. Uh, so you can help kind of fight the depression um, or anxiety or whatever you're going through during this crisis. Um, I've always found a kind of peace and physical meditation to it. When we were in Fallujah and uh, Bosnia, we would, I guess that's where it started. Um, we would lift water cans, fuel cans, logs, uh, in Fallujah, we managed to get our hands on some concrete and would take uh, street signs and whatever we could get as a bar and uh, five-gallon buckets and make, you know, bench bars with those and whatever else was lying around, concrete blocks. You know, we would curl, we would, you know, bench, squat, deadlift, whatever we could do. And, you know, because we had everybody kind of around trying to ease that tension and it it also kind of built that sense of family and teamwork. You know, we'd always be there to spot each other, but we don't have that right now. So uh, as we try to do fitness in our backyards, I'm, I'm very blessed. Uh, I happen to be financially stable still. Um, I have a ton of tires and the more on my civilian profile I post myself working out with tires, the more locals want to get rid of their tires. <laughs> nice. So, so what started out as about 15 oh. regular tires from my last river cleanups last year uh, turned into a 40-pound tractor tire and now a 200-pound tractor tire. And uh, I'd like to hit some of my favorites uh, that anybody can do with a heavy object and a toe strap. Um, you know, the t kind that you can tow a vehicle with, with your vehicle. Um, if you can get yourself a good sturdy stick or a bar, uh, you can do curls and tricep extensions while you're dragging it. Um, 
You can do uh, kettlebell swings if you tie it off. Um, just watch your shins. And, uh, uh, of course, if you have a sledgehammer, you can do uh, sledgehammer strikes. I'm currently taking this uh, crisis as a um, Ernie Shavers training camp where his methodology – and he was, he was renowned for being one of the heaviest hitters in boxing, not just of his era, but in history. Um, he often would do chopping wood and bailing hay, full body movements, com, uh, compound movements, stuff of that nature. But, you know, I have a friend out in Japan that he's doing all kinds of crazy push-ups and stuff like that. So... Something as simple as going on walks, which I see a lot of people doing, going on runs, those that want to kind of have more of the beach bod approach, I guess, could do a lot of good body weight exercises or have one of the kids jump on or find a way to add weight like a backpack with some books in it. Um, you can farmers walk with five-gallon buckets mm. full of water. Um I mean, the sky's the limit. And, it, you know, you've got YouTube. Uh, right now, you can just basically go, I want to work on this. This is the movement. How do I recreate that safely? There's a lot of really great fail videos where people are grabbing whatever they can, not paying attention to their surroundings, getting slapped with fitness bands, crushing light bulbs on their heads. Oh, yeah. Busted. Busting through beach chairs, you know, that plastic that I don't meant to hold. Just remember, it's significantly um, funnier when it doesn't happen to you. It is. <laughs> it is. Um, and I'm very proud that I have not hurt myself yet, though my wife is always telling me I'm going to hurt myself. But at the same time, if you have kids, I know a lot of people that aren't doing it and they're using their kids as an excuse. My boys want they ask so my my current training is two hours in the morning before everybody wakes up one hour in the afternoon usually with the boys if they're not too tired and then um two hours in the evening after everybody goes to bed wow and um but they that is they look cool. forward to it we're bonding over it on my wife's days off i don't do the afternoons but we usually go on like a hike or you know a long walk or that's actually what i do some was, is, is hikes lately you know there, if you find a nice remote hike where you can not be around people you know go climb a mountain that's a great workout yeah uh, anything with a hill is really great but especially for the calves oh yeah um, my old wrestling team used to make us run stairs for that one aspect uh you get you know, you want a hard strike, you want a better grapple and control, it starts at the ground. And anything with a hill is really good. Um, you know, before this happened, if you ever saw somebody just walking around with shorts, combat boots, and a rucksack on, that's a big part of ranger training. And that is some really oh, yeah. good core stabilization and leg work right there, just walking around with a heavy weight on your back. Yes, yes. Long and Great for the hips and core back. Hmm. And for those RLSH out there, that's also very uh, that's also very good practical training as well. So, oh yeah, I was that, exactly. 
I was still in service when I first started. And in fact, he, he started picking this up too. When we would patrol, I would always patrol with a backpack full, like full, full of bottled water so that A, we would be able to give it out to people on the, on the road who needed it. And B, it was great training for going up. Right. And, uh, you know, we're, we're training all the time when we're not on patrol, but it's, it's a, it's a neat little trick to sneak some training into patrol, you know? It is. And it can be a great motivator for events like Chicago Hope, where uh, last year we clocked 13 miles up over and under, around, and through Chicago. Nice. And we have to have a U-Haul because that's how much, how much supplies we have. Yeah. And we go back and we restock it. But we've got to physically carry it to where we need to. So using that as a motivator, like I want to be an RLSH. I want to, I want to help do handouts you have to be prepared to carry stuff long distances. And this is a great way to do it this time. And it's not that hard to do. Oh yeah. And you know, one, what... all right. I tell you wearing, wearing that armor and then having a, a backpack of, uh, full of water on top of that. That's, it is, that's a heck of a it workout really is. for sure. And if you, uh, start with progression, uh, what's called progressive overload is uh, a bodybuilding tactic is where you kind of pyramid up in weight uh, in your sets. Now, if you're doing this with like a hike, maybe put, I don't know, a sandbag, a cinder block, uh, a couple books. Um, books are a really good way to go because everybody has them laying around usually, whether it be, you know, a ha player's handbook to, you know, those college books you're not using <laughs> hey they're 300 bucks uh, a piece they've got to be used for something <laughs> right might as well get your money out of them so start with like half of them be comfortable go for a mile uh the next try for every other day so you're resting in the beginning and then either go longer or add another book and before you know it a week has passed and you've either gone further or you've added more weight and then your body adapts to that, and then you can keep doing that. And that's literally the basis for anything. And then it, and then it just comes down to, to food and um, rest. And a lot of people are getting plenty of rest. Yeah. You know what I have found actually is great for these times when I'm sort of locked away a lot of the time. Um, it, and I've been sort of, you know, you can't really go to the gym, but I've been really getting into the exercises I really hate. Um, the, the body weight exercise, for example, I've been doing a lot of planks. I, Ooh. I hate planks. I hate them so much, but <sighs> I've found that this is a great and motivational time to start getting into things like that because I'm, I'm limited in what I can do to work out. So mm -hmm. I've sort of started to like out of spite, lean into planks a lot and other, other static <laughs> body weight workouts like that, that I just... I hate doing. They suck so hard. But uh, well, they, do you have anything you can hang from? Do you have anything you can hang I've from, got, like I've a basketball a, yeah, hoop? Yeah, I've got a pull-up bar. Okay. Try doing leg lifts or knee lifts oh, yeah. if you can't do leg lifts. <laughs> or leg lifts to failure and then knee I've lifts. I've been doing the then... leg lifts. You know, you go one to the right, one to the left, um, trying to trying to get them ab workouts and stuff and, and hip workouts. But, um, no, I, I, I absolutely hate – like holding it there and oh my gosh i've been i've been i've been focused on all the workouts that i absolutely hate doing uh right it's a great motivational time you know? 
Exactly. You, you hate the word of what you got to do it. now. You know, when, when we're limited in what we can do, you know, we can lean into other things. Right. Like, well, and, and a big part of it is finding the inspiration to keep doing it and the motivation. That's, awesome. that's, that's, that's one of the hardest parts. So having good music or remember, this is going to sound odd, but remembering bullies, remembering uh, someone telling you you can't do it or you could never do it, you know, and, and getting that that adrenaline rush of, oh, I'm going to show you, or this music makes me really happy, really angry, really sad. You know, those extreme emotions can bring out that extra few reps uh-huh. that you're going to appreciate when you're cooking your supper that night. Absolutely. Absolutely mm-hmm. correct. My, uh, I mean, personally speaking, some of my favorites right. are just, um, there's one from a, there's one song from a group called Grail Knights called Pumping Iron Power. It's the stupidest song, but it really gets you going. Just, it, does, it doesn't matter what, just as long as it makes hmm. you happy. It's a secret between you. No one else is listening to exactly. it. So it's like a secret between you and your body. It's great. Yeah. Well, I, secret no more. <laughs> I got a funny hmm. story. Uh, so back in the days when you could burn DV or CDs and DVDs, a friend of mine was basically burning D or CDs for people at work for music to listen to. And uh, I was be, I was, I don't know, a year into my journey from the wheelchair at that point. And uh, he knew I really liked Rocky. So he burnt Eye of the Tiger on a CD 14 times. And the last song was Weird Al Yankovic's uh, Rye of the the Kaiser or something like that. About, about, about Kaiser rolls, you know, bread. But, uh, you know, you got to, you got to, you got to, dig in your brain to to push yourself because if you start feeling uncomfortable it's that few after that or the next set after that that's that's where the real uh progress comes from um so if you get a tire and you're doing just lifting it moving it around or you know i've i've seen quite a few people uh uh forced or forced started up their own little obstacle course out of tires. I'm proud of them for it. And there's a bunch of locals that are doing it too, because a lot of people have tires or you can go up to, uh, if you're allowed to in your city or state, uh, like a Monroe muffler where they do tire changes, they have a ton of unused ones out back that they'll let you just take. Uh, the only thing I ask is I don't want to hear about you throwing it in a river when you're done. Uh, dispose of it properly, please. We, oh yeah, I, I I want that on a I want uh, that on like right. an Uncle Sam poster of Citizen Tiger going. I want you to not throw that in the river. <laughs> Don't. That's not a bad idea. I would. But then then there's huh. then there's positive uh, uh, group pressure. Um, you know, people don't like posting things on Facebook. Uh, uh, that some people kind of clap back and and oh you're a fitness guy now when you're you may not look at yet but you're working on yourself but it's you set a goal like last year when i said i was going to push a car a mile for saint jude's children's hospital when i put that on the internet i was going to be held accountable by my friends and my frenemies if you will Uh um and my my gut and character weren't going to let me back down from hmm. that. So once I put that out there and 
and typed it in and hit enter, I was locked in. I couldn't back out. What made it worse were I said when I hit $100, I would do that. I should have set it higher because uh, about eight buddies from the two gyms I go to got together, hit up all their friends and family for five, 10, 20 bucks. And a week after the setting the goal, you know, I expected it to be like a month or two later, but a week later, I'm in the gym. I get a text from a guy across the room that says, ha ha. And there's a notification that, uh, that a hundred dollars made it into the account. <laughs> so never uh, now I really had to, cause all the gym guys were, <laughs> you know, they're all said <laughs> Yeah. So, um, let me see. Let this so be, far, uh, Jag, mm-hmm. Jag, Impact, and I, and we're going to be looking for more volunteers in the XJL. Uh, after this is all over, we're going to have a an XJL competition with car pushing. Man, I'm because that sounds fun. <laughs> well, see, you see, Jag nice. and I and Knight like to play off each other. Impact too. <laughs> um, we push each other a little bit as friends uh, to improve each uh, improve each other. So it, it's not going to hurt to look for good workout buddies even if you have to phone it in you know you don't have to be in the same room to be supportive to someone else doing the same thing right um and it doesn't have to be a competition uh you know everybody's going to move their own own pace and uh when i found out when i when i posted a picture that i was pushing a car uh jag messaged me he's like yeah i started doing that too because you know it's something around the house and it, it is indeed hard to do and it comes in handy in the winter time i'll tell you that i actually but uh that's cool <laughs> but uh you know when he said he was doing it that's i realized awesome. hey you know the xjl could use some money to help put on some of the hopes and some of the other things we do and we could do a fundraiser with it and we were we were tasked uh, uh, on our last uh, XJL wallet phone call to come up with some fundraisers. So this kind of gets us all out of the, anyone that volunteers basically gets out of it because we have to raise a hundred dollars each is our goal. And if, and if we're do it like, you know, team Jag, team impact, you know, team tiger, uh, if you raise a hundred dollars, you know, we met our goal that was set by Mr. Extreme. So that's kind of everybody wins yeah everyone does that that kind of oh, reminds cool. me of this saying I, I i saw recently sort of about that where you know if you surround yourself right with people who are committed to improving themselves and into you improving yourself then you know those manifestations will come you know you'll you'll see them happen because you're surrounding yourself with that with those people in that environment that promotes uh imp- right. and even though it's hard to to surround yourself, you know, in the literal sense with people right now, you can still reach out. And and the saying was that I saw was, you know, if you surround yourself with chickens, you're going to remain flightless. But if you surround yourself with dragons, then you'll soar. I like that. So <laughs> dragons, man. I like. Well, yeah. You see, um, when I first started out, first I had to figure out my mission because, you know, you, you, you got to figure out what you can do to help your community. And then the task is, how do I, how do I do it? How do I get resources to do it? And how do I improve upon it? Um, well, you know, handouts, hope, 
uh, river cleanups became a big one for me because I was so tired. And, and at that time I was going to the gym, uh, one hour every day and two hours on the weekend days. And, uh, I mean, that's still pretty good, but I was really tired. So I wanted to up my training because I wanted to do more. I wanted to be better at it. I wanted to be able to, um, you know, cause prying those things out of the riverbed, uh, that have been there for sometimes several decades, uh, isn't easy. Um, and the more I tried to improve upon my mission, the more that I improved physically and the more I wanted to excel in other things. So that's when I started, you know, that's when I joined the misfits for life and started doing the St. Jude stuff and the obstacle courses. So if I was going to help St. Jude, well, I'm going to push a car. I, I, I've, I thought it was going to be a couple months, but you know, and I surprised myself. I didn't know I was capable of that, but that's also because I had in my head, my mission is to raise money. And the only way I'm going to raise money is to push that stinking car. That's what I did, even though it sucked and I wanted to quit several times. Um, you know, and then, and then it translates into, you know, um, defense, self-defense. It, it defends, uh, I'm sorry. It, it also translates into uh, like uh, ergonomics for protecting yourself at work. Um, my job's very physically oriented. So I kind of saw it as one hand feeding the other. You know, I'm working out at work and I'm working out when I work out. Um, but that's so I don't hurt myself when I do my job. And that's why, um, despite being on FMLA, I'm still a, an essential employee and they miss me greatly. But, you know, my kids and my physicality are my priorities. Sure. Um, That's what I really like about the, you know, real life superhero movement is if you're going to call yourself a superhero, that motivates you to, to push yourself like a superhero. And like I've worked out more than I have in my entire life. Uh, I've been watching. Since, I've been you know, watching your training, man. man. So it's incredible. Now, Red, what have you been doing since? Uh, I know I, that I you've tried. been doing fitness for a little while now. Oh, yeah. And um, uh, I, I, I guess I'm camera shy. I, you know, for me, my, my workout time is kind of uh, me time. I, me and Service have worked out together a lot, especially when he's down here in the city. Uh, but kind of just more of the same of what I've been doing. I, I have a little home gym. I'm fortunate to have uh, that I, I do have access to it. It doesn't have a lot in it, but it's got some free weights and it's got a bench press and it's got a lateral pull down and it's got a treadmill. So, um, you know, I've, I've got most of what I need. Uh, and yeah, you can do a lot yeah, of that. Yeah. I bet you there's things you can do that you don't know you could do though. That's the fun. Yeah, stuff. it is. Uh, um, I've been trying and exactly. Yeah, exactly. I, right? I miss the 20 pound. I was just going to say, I miss the 20 pound weights. I went to buy some at Walmart and they were See, all See, I got a pair of 40 pounders and I wanted to get a pair of 50. Like, oh. And my wife's like, just buy some weights with the stimulus money and shut up. <laughs> so I was like, yes, yes, dear. So I looked it up and it was going to be like $300. And I'm like, nah. I'll just come up with something. It's like lead is very good if you can find lead or, or 
Well, there's yeah. other things you can do too. Uh, you could do skill training too. Like if you can hang a heavy bag somewhere, um, I do that too sometimes. Uh, rack. Okay, has anybody ever seen the first Rocky? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Who didn't? Yeah. Now you know My how he walks around with that racquetball, and he's yeah. constantly bouncing it. Uh-huh. That's hand-eye coordination. Oh yeah. Huh. And I've been doing that with my boy too. We've got a pair of racquetballs. Well, he's got a tennis ball because it's not as bouncy and he's not as coordinated. But, uh, but um, one of the things we'll do is, well, if you've got a partner, if you're quarantined with somebody, this is a fun little game. Is you can bounce it, but you don't catch it like just a random baseball catch. You have to catch it in a jab or a hook or an uppercut motion. Right on. Because it's that perfect grab and it gives way, and you can squeeze it as as you grab it. So you can do all all kinds of skill development. Go ahead, bud. That's awesome. I'm sorry, Red. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. So I, I stepped I was, on uh, Red's toes um, there. So I really I'll like give you, you the about floor. the hand-eye coordination. You know, um, that's like all kinds of training, especially if you're if you're somebody who's trying to do RLSH work. You know, all kinds of training. Well, hand-eye coordination is super essential. Um, you know, uh, physical training, cardio training, you, you know, there, there's a lot we can do with our downtime, right? So making yep. sure you cover all your bases is absolutely essential, right? It is. Um, you yeah. can also work on, uh, you can hang something from your, um, yeah, there's no excuse for, uh, uh, pull up bar or as I use my basketball hoop, um, mine's, mine's mounted in the ground. Don't, don't do half the stuff I say with basketball hoop if it's one of those water or sand-based ones because you're just going to fall and hurt yeah. yourself. But um, hang something from it. Let it swing around. Stand yeah. in the middle of it. Try not to get hit in the head with it. Uh, I filled a, a, a tennis ball with fishing weights and strung it up there, and then I'll have a phone call so I can multitask and work on peripheral vision too. Nice. I've also got a um, one of those um, – yeah, uh, speed huh. sandbags that you can hang yes. on the ceiling. I've got one in my apartment that I can use for hand-eye coordination just so I can work on the cardio and I can work on my um, hits and strikes. Um, it, it's right. awesome, you know. If, if you've got – you put on some music and spend 30 minutes an hour doing that, time will fly. Right. I'm going to send you a video when we're done with this. Uh, uh, it, I, it started – when I was researching how to improve power and uh, some of your strikes. And that got me into the Ernie Shavers, his biography and everything. But uh, there's some stuff. See, I just ordered a medicine ball today uh, for some of the techniques they use in modern MMA for heavier hits that require a sandbag or a medicine. Right ball. on. Um, before, before I, shut up because i know i could talk about fitness for hours um if you're trying to like doing splits by split i mean different body parts each day usually that complement each other um if you're having trouble coming up with a movement just go to youtube look up a channel called uh athlean x and not only can it help you with finding out different unique exercises you could probably spend an hour on different each body part if not more uh, there's also some stuff to help with uh, functional injuries and how to 
uh, shore up imbalances that might be causing you pain in shoulders and knees and hips and lower back, especially. Um, uh, and the one big tip I have for everybody that if you're doing a lot of exercise and you're not used to it, your tendons and your wrists aren't used to it. I wear wrist wraps every day. And that, and that helps basically the effect. You don't get carpal tunnel or the equivalent hmm. of shin splints in your wrist. From, and you can do that with ones that you can buy or just use That's gauze. Awesome. I'm definitely going to start incorporating uh, hiking it's, and stuff into my workout. It's a great way to work out because, with a great way to get some air. Uh, I need more leg training. I mean, I love hiking, so it's also got a great payoff both with your workout and the fact that you get to be out there and see great views. You know, climb a mountain, get to the top, hooray, you did it. Now go back down. You know, Just take a minute at the top to exactly. appreciate it. Exactly, take a minute to the top to appreciate what you just did. Now go back down and work <laughs> the other muscle groups, right? Huh. Yeah, uh, but, you know, it's great for guys like you that are in really huge urban city centers where – Basically, you either walk or take the for subway. Sure. And especially if you're patrolling Seattle, the service knows it is hills, hills, hills in this city. There's hills everywhere. So, and, and we even remember service even in the gym. We would oh, increase, <laughs> we would put on boots and increase the elevation on the treadmill so that we could practice what it's like on patrol in Seattle Hills and just go till we couldn't go no more. Uh, yeah. And that's why I yep, keep yep. Uh, moleskin in my right. rucksack. Hill challenge. That's an old army trick. You throw that on your heel, that way you don't get blisters. Yeah, and so you can even do hmm. these, these exercises. You could either climb a mountain, but maybe maybe you don't aren't fortunate enough to live no. in an area that, that's near mountains, like, like we are here in Seattle, because I can just drive 20, 30 minutes outside the city, and I've got mountains all around me. Um, but maybe, maybe you can't. Well, if you can find a treadmill with elevation, put on some hiking boots, and walk uphill on that thing until you can't go anymore. And and that's a great workout. Um, I don't want to take up too much time, by the way. I, I know we, we've talked a lot about how to improve yourself during this quarantine and help yourself. But maybe we should transition to our other topic and talk about um, how to how we can maybe help others during this quarantine. Yeah, I was going to get to that. Um, one thing I've been doing to help volunteer is uh, I'm working with a local nonprofit group. They just kind of started as a means to help others during this crisis, and they are incredible. It's uh, CTNI, Come Together North Idaho, and um, we do a lot of things like uh, helping kids with sack lunches because there's a lot of kids that are uh, being homeschooled and don't have access to a lot of things because their primary way of getting fed was school. So and now the schools aren't able to do that. So we've been uh, working with local uh, stores awesome. and gas stations to try and uh, get kids their lunches. I, I only have one thing to contribute to this one because uh, I'm having trouble right now because a lot of, of a lot of nonprofits are getting the big no. Uh, but what some people are doing here locally uh, we're calling them giving tables where you just put a table on your front porch and you put a bunch of your extra stuff or stuff you want to buy, to give out. 
and people that need it that we have a Facebook group. Um, and it, it's actually made the paper and the governor took note that our city is doing this, but we have probably about 20 of them around town. And one lady I'm trying to help, um, is actually making like 20 or 30, uh, loaves of bread every day just for everybody to come take That's whatever. So cool. Um, so when somebody says, Hey, I need diapers and milk, oh, wow. you know, they'll go, Oh, Hey, uh, the house over on first street has it, or, you know, the house over on Hill Avenue, um, you know, uh, is going to hold it for you. Um, and they just come and get it. And sometimes people leave money on there. Sometimes they don't, it doesn't matter. It's, kind of a play on the uh corner library yeah thing. we have a similar we have a similar thing called blessing boxes around here where people just well, oh, where people uh cool there's multiple around the city and whatnot there but people leave supplies and take supplies as needed and it's beautiful thing i like that i like that whole set that, that whole idea well we all have to leave each other it's during a great this thing. time so i really like these examples that you guys are sharing of communities rallying together to share it is um kind of restores the humanity and like even if you can't get resources feel because like i really like what you guys are talking about um if you can't because because there are a lot of people who are just stuck at home maybe they can work maybe they can't you know but regardless a lot of people are stuck at home majority of the time and a lot of things aren't available um, I will say that for, I know in, in Seattle, a lot of the homeless people here are, are pretty anxious because a lot of the resources they were able to access before aren't available. For example, well, there aren't people downtown walking around to, 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 um, that, that, that give them a little bit of money or resources or, 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 or help buy them food. And they don't have a lot of their community members that they're used to relying on for, for a lot of basic needs. They don't have that right now. Um, a lot of food uh, or uh, food pantries shut down because of exposure to coronavirus. Uh, it, it, you know, it became a lot harder to get the essentials. So hearing that communities are finding other ways to support those who don't have or don't have access is super, super encouraging. And I think we all need to do a lot more of that. Um, another side of that is, um, you know, since, well, since we are in a medical crisis, a lot of um, homeless people or people who don't have access are, are having trouble getting the sanitation equipment, you know? So things like if it, not everybody has the, the ability to, but for those that do, it's great. And if others do, mm. please, please do or keep going, uh, making masks or face shields for either, you know, people on the street or even, you know, people, you know, like me in the medical field. You know, we really appreciate it. things are, you know, everybody is stretched really thin right now. So things that you can do to help give to other people is super great. Now, this might be a small portion of the community uh, or those listening, but if you have a 3D printer, right. there's people out there printing stuff like crazy. Even, even what do they call it? It's got a name, something valve, and it's supposed to help with the intubation. Well, yeah. Uh, and converting more respirators, res not respirators. Um, like the uh, the ventilators. Not not intubation. Um, but, yes. But yeah, it, it is supposed to help with uh, one way valve masks. Uh, uh, with a, with a filtration, um, intubation is is putting a tube in a patient. Um, but uh, 
Uh, yes. But forgive me. <laughs> no worries. No worries. Uh, <laughs> but um, no, I, I have heard about those. There's a lot of really great 3D printed models, even face shields. I've seen too, just just clear face yep. shields for healthcare workers that prevent um, um, splatter precaution that, that are good for splatter precautions or droplet precautions. Uh, and those little. Uh... It goes across the back of your head, and it's so it's not so much pressure on your ears. Those are great. So, uh, as a healthcare worker, I wear a mask all the time, and holy crap, were my ears absolutely hurting before I I got a hold of one of those? And man, it helps. You know, like it. um, Or even uh, right now, today I was wearing an N95 that doesn't really go around my ears, and I could just feel my ears. I was like, oh my gosh, that feels so good. Um, but yeah, no, we're, we're wearing masks all the time and a lot of people's ears cannot take it anymore. So those really help too. Just anything you can do to help your healthcare workers. Uh, we appreciate it. One thing I was, when I was doing construction, I would have killed for those. I've seen people, I've seen people even using like Spider-Man, uh, (laughs) like, Figurines holding the ends of the the mask. And uh, keep speaking them on the that end of things, stuff, there like, like things, things you can like do personally that. and whatnot. There is, I haven't I haven't met much looked into this and whatnot there recently, but you could try and see if you could get some um, delivery services going for um, the hospitals and whatnot there. If you've got transportation or if you just have a really strong back, uh, you could see about that for folks who are like elderly folks who are stuck in home a lot and whatnot there. Like that's things that you can do personally. Um, there, there are things that you can do personally that you can mitigate risk on. Sorry, I'm currently assembling a computer. Um, uh, that would be of massive help if you can. Yep. There's been several people I've caught uh, that announce on social media that they're going to be right. quarantined. It's not tested, but their doctor is quarantining them. And it started with one friend that said, hey, I'll call you back after I run into Dollar General real quick. And I was like, no, I will come choke you out in a body condom. Don't you do it. What do you need? I will bring it to you. So, you know, if you know people that are actually locked, you know, under lock and key right now, quarantined, uh, like officially by a doctor or because of a positive test, check on them so they don't make bad decisions. Get them what they need. That is her I, okay, I cannot stress enough just to piggyback off that, just like a quick PSA. Absolutely right. what you're saying, Tiger. If you're sick, if you're quarantined, if you have any reason or have been told by a medical professional that you need to stay inside to protect other people, you need to do that. I, I That is serious, yep. okay? You, you, you can call on other people to help you, but you need to absolutely mitigate and minimize your exposure around other people if that's the case. That's right. And if you put it out there, uh, you can even look for just the name of your city help or you can call, um, you know, the Red Cross or you can call a church. There be there are tons of ways to get two one. We have two on one, too. I wasn't sure if if that was just us or if it went, you know, across the coast. Apparently it does. That's awesome. I Um, and they will find a way. You could also have it delivered if you're on low yeah, resources navigation. to boot, like some of these people that I've that I've delivered to um, out of my own pocket. Uh, it's 
it's a, a big factor in why this is spreading is people that are quarantined without resources that need resources. So it's like a handout, except you're just taking it to you're driving to where they live and putting it on their front step or by their mailbox or yeah, like know. don't throw eggs though. Don't <laughs> put them down gently. <laughs> I got yelled at for that. It's like a, um, it's like you're not a hooligan. You did the, those eggs stay <laughs> those eggs stay in a mo- way, way that is not bro- going to break them. <laughs> exactly. But, you know, get them stuff that lasts long, like pancake mix and eggs and milk and bread and mm-hmm. um, frozen things. Uh, if, if you're low on resources, too, but you want to help, you know, get them frozen meat, like the, the tubes of hamburger and ramen and some vegetables. You know, it's not the best, but it's the basics and it'll get you by. You might get a salt headache, but right. you're alive. Well, on the back, on the back of that, you didn't, um, I... You know, like I said before, it's really good to supply these resources if you have them, if you have, you know, the things to give away. But a lot of people don't. And even on the back of, you know, you mentioned the Red Cross of, of helping, of, you know, healthcare workers or even patients. One amazing thing that a lot of people don't realize they can still do is donate blood. And it is absolutely absolutely essential right now if you are healthy if you haven't been given a quarantine order you can still by a lot of places by appointment only you can still donate blood to patients and it's still absolutely essential um a lot of people are 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 forgetting that they can donate blood and a lot of places have stopped their um bus donation centers from going out so a lot of blood banks are, are running short of donors and and so if you can and if you are healthy, you can go out by appointment and you can get tested and you can still get blood. And that is a great way that you can, even if you don't have meat or food or, or, or clothing or anything else to give away or money to give away to people, you, you can still give a little bit of your own your own blood. And, and that'll save lives. I guarantee you it will save lives. So if you can reach out to your local Red Cross, Bloodworks. Anything else that will any other organization that will accept the donations, and if you are healthy, you know that's that is a great great way to help. Oh yeah, a lot of people don't realize that during coronavirus you can still donate blood if you're healthy, and it is absolutely needed, and it's essential. In fact, in Oregon and Washington, I'm not sure about other states, if you are an expected or or um, prospective blood donor, you are immediately given exemption status to the stay-at-home order. So that means that you are now, as, as soon as you are embarking to donate blood, you have become essential. So you can't be stopped by any authority or anything like that. You you know, if you explain, no, I have an appointment to go get blood, you, you can't be stopped. You, you immediately become essential because that's an essential service. Now, don't use that as a method to go out and party or anything like that. I know no, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. That's awesome. But you can really save lives doing that. So I, I urge everyone, especially in the <laughs> Northwest here, you know, you can right. get exemption status for doing um, blood donation only while you're doing the donation. Um, and it's a and um, I can't stress how how absolutely dire it is for a lot of patients and, and the healthcare community that we keep those blood donations coming so that's one way if you can't give other things you can still give back 
This is why we have Red Ranger around. He's a smart guy. You guys should listen to him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're making me blush. That well, how could we incredible. tell? You're all... <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, it's like you're just a slightly lighter red than normal. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, <laughs> well, I'm uh. I Just think remember, we're running close to an hour I'll go here, ahead. so I'm going to wrap no, it up go here. Do you guys have any uh, If you're going to do thoughts? fitness in your backyard, ask yourself before you start, how could this go wrong? And then double check it. Be safe when you do. That's all. There, if there's one thing that we should all take away from this crisis, it's right. that we have found within ourselves a reservoir for immense good uh, to be do an immense good in the world. Please don't waste it. Also, creepy and a crime. Neither are RLSH. <laughs> Word. Um, if I had any final notes here, I would just say that you know this is a tough time. We all need to lean on each other. If you can provide support to your community in any of the ways that we've discussed, or in any other way that you think that would help. Um, please do. You know, we all have to lean on each other. We all have to weather the storm. Um, be safe, be well, and uh, we'll be here. Hi. So you've heard it from the best here. Uh, stay safe. Help yourself, help your community, and take this time to to do what you can. Thanks for having us. Uh, this